You know, the other day, mm. I was wondering, right, with the uh, when people drive. Yeah. <laughs> What are, you, what are you on about, man? You know what it is? He's got absolutely nothing <laughs> to start this episode with. He's so you're just winging it, eh? You, you know, people see, drive? You're going to see his face when he tries to think as well, like his eye twitches. You know when like, people drive and mm. they drive the car? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I hate it, this. And it rains and they all of a sudden yeah. forget that, how to fucking drive? Mm. Yeah, we're going nowhere with this. No, it's really, it's interesting. Can you shut up? Just roll Let's it. Let's go. Okay. Fair enough. Podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Are we doing a podcast? We're Sushi Mango. When I was your age, I was Samaya. Oh, you bastard. Ah, you like my salami, huh? Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs Podcast. A podcast not about meatballs. What do we call it, that? I hate it. It's just stupid. All right, let's start. Don't be shit. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Enjoy the podcast. A podcast. Hello. What's happening? Yo. So, but seriously, though, when people drive on the road these days, right, why mm. do, are people shit so shit driving on the road these days? Like, mm. they can't merge anymore. No one can do fucking anything. I was on the road the other day. Someone was merging onto the freeway at 50 mile, fifty kilometres an hour where you're supposed to be at 80. Yeah. Isn't it interesting yeah. how the, the, the process to get your licence is harder now than it ever has been and it's producing shitter drivers? What? what, what it was shit. harder. How's it harder? It was but harder when we got there. No, it's life. harder now. They got all those... Yeah, you got to press a couple, virtu- of, fucking couple of buttons on, reality on a computer. And and yeah, but it. we had to use a pencil. We had to use a pencil. That's, yeah. that's fucking difficult in its, in its own right. I can't write anymore, by the way. I can't write. Writing? I can't. I can't. I'm spastic. I don't want to do this. We got I'm excited. Yeah. Roll the fucking tape. This morning we speak to a legendary comedian, a man who has to be considered one of the best stand-up comedians ever. Packing out stadiums and arenas all over the world with his unique brand of humour and breaking attendance records everywhere he plays. He's arguably the most successful ethnic comedian ever and a man who completely revolutionised the laugh game by taking comedy to the masses on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a true king of comedy and if you don't listen to this podcast, somebody gonna get hurt real bad. Mr. Russell Peters. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I want to meet this guy. He sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> My friend, how are you? We're, listen, we're 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 gonna fangirl throughout this this episode. We're we're mega fans of yours and mega fans of that hat. This is a uh, which one? This is a Keith and James hat. This is a. Uh, Oh, it's Bruno Capello. Jeez, it's Bruno oh, Capello. Shit. Bruno Capello hat. That's Italian. Hey, oh, oh. You know what's funny is I thought it was Italian. <laughs> and the company reached out to me. Yeah. The red underbrim is magnificent. I'd like to send you some hats. I said, awesome. I go, is Bruno Capello a real person? I said, no, it's an Indian family in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> 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 it's legit an Indian family from Atlanta, Georgia that has the hats made probably in India. Oh, uh, for real? So that's, that's legit. Yeah. So I wonder what their real name is. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, are you, where are you tuning in from? You've got a magnificent Hollywood uh, background there. You're smoking a cigar with a hat. Well, you're at home, obviously. At home in LA. Let me, let me, let me uh, center the Hollywood so that way it looks better. There you go. Yeah, I love go. that. Love that. Man, That's you're awesome. home in LA. You, man, you know, it's just ridiculous the amount of people that you you know, man. It's it, it, like from... From Lennox Lewis. How, how did you get Mike Tyson? Lennox, Mike, you, the, everyone it, knows Russell. Well, Lennox, Lennox and I were amateurs together in the 80s. I used to box. Oh, oh so what? Did you box yeah. legit? Yeah, I knew that. Just amateur, just amateur. Right. Okay. And, uh, and so Lennox and I were amateurs at the same time. 
And I would see he was in a different city in a different gym, but I would see we'd see each other at tournaments all the time. No, so I've known shit. Him, I was like 16 years old, and you know he's these are really great guys. You know he's he was at my wedding. He was you know he's the first time I ever sold out the arena in Toronto in 2007. He introduced me that night. Oh, cool. Oh, you're real close with him then. And now, and now you've you've moved into the world of jujitsu, right? You're a, you're a blue belt, three stripes. I'm, I'm about four stripes. I'm about to be a purple if I just get my ass in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, that's heavy though, yeah, he's man. Been in jiu-jitsu for a very long. That time. That is heavy stuff. Um, Seven years of jujitsu, but I've been I've been off for most of this year because I've been on the road. So when I do get a chance to go in, I'll go in like maybe once every couple of weeks now, which is not enough to get me my purple belt, but. Mm. Everyone's like, man, you're still really good. And I'm like, well, can I get my purple belt? They go, no, you're not that good. <laughs> no, you, gotta, you actually got to do it. So what do you reckon is more effective? You reckon uh, boxing, if you're, in a, if you're in a brawl on the street, are you going to throw, throw or are you going to try and do a takedown? What's more effective, you reckon? Um, I think it depends on what the situation is. If the guy's coming at me, depending on how he's coming at me, uh, mm. if, his head's, if he's trying to tuck down to try and to grab me, I'm going to choke him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Wants to square up, I'll, I'll knock him out. Mm. It's one or the other. And what's it? But it's over quick. I don't ever want to get into a knockdown dragout. If you get into a knockdown dragout, you don't know how to punch and you don't know how to fight. Stop the fight immediately. Yeah. Neither one of you should be fighting. That's right. And then Sebastian Sebastian Maniscalco in one of his bits said, "You know, these days everyone's everyone's a fighter. These days they're either doing." You know, jujitsu, MMA, boxing, or whatever. You don't know who you're messing with these well, days. Some on people the think they're fighters, but they're not. But you know what I mean? Like, you can get into a fight and get choked out like that. Yeah. Kind of, with fucking spit hanging out of your mouth, like in 2.5 seconds these days. Hey, Sebastian. So the guys that want to start the fights are guys that never train. That's yeah, right. The guys yeah. that never want to start fights. We're all like, ah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Sebastian opened for you about while well, back, didn't he? Well, when he started, right? I, I, I think I was the first guy to put Sebastian on TV oh. in like 2007, 2008. I but, put him on this uh, Comics Without Borders special I did. That's your, right. Your career has been so prolific. You've had everyone, everyone open for you. For you yeah. I was reading the list. It's unbelievable the amount of places, the amount of people you toured and gave them a chance. You know, it's a, it's incredible. Pretty cool. It's, it's cool for me to watch them. All blow up now, like uh, Joe Coy, Joe Coy, yeah, Segura, Bert Kreischer, Sebastian, um, uh, Little Rel, who's like a big movie star now. Are they all sending you Rolls Royces or? <laughs> not one of them sent me one fucking thing. <laughs> not, a, not even a Rolex. Not, not even nothing. a cigar. Nothing. Mm-mm. Oh, there you go. That, that's a bit. That's, that's not very shit. nice. You, you, I believe you gave Joe Coy a, a, a watch a or watch, something yeah. for touring with yeah, I gave you. Him, uh, I think I gave him a tag or a Breitling, one or the other back in the day. Jesus, man. There you go. But, man, I guess take us back, Russ, because, I mean, we're, I've, like we said, we've been watching you. I, I remember in 2004, I think it was, this this clip came into my email at work mm-hmm. and was just like, what the fuck is this? This it was the funniest shit about the – the um, uh, Indian guy coming going to get the the one dollar. You go back or buy one dollar. You go buy one dollar yeah. store. Like uh, unbelievable, man. It, was that? It was like it was like a five minute clip that took you like six hours to download. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. <laughs> but, well, you you didn't put it out though, right? Because no, you're wearing not. the white shirt and and the yeah. and the jeans. And I remember watching. I saw it on YouTube and it had millions and millions of views. But it wasn't you. You did. You didn't put it out. No, that was kind of the moment you blew up, right? You blew up I at still that don't moment. know how to upload onto YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But can, can you idiot. can you talk just, us talk us through that because I know that you were you were you'd been um, in the comedy game for for a while for up until that point, right? What nine ten years? Like, yeah, two thousand four was fifteen years in. Fifteen years in. Oh no shit! Oh, wow. So you're on the circuit for wow. fifteen years. This is my thirty third year. Fuck oh, jeez. It started in, in uh, 1989. Man. You ever wish you just became a, car- a carpenter or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> no. Have you seen an Indian carpenter? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, what, what about make uh, make Italian hats? That's a, that's, that's a <laughs> well, that's right. now that corner's been marked. Uh, that market's yeah. been cornered. <laughs> So, so, so back back then, man. So, like you said, you were saying you were doing your thing because you were like you were big in Canada for in that time, right? And yeah, I, I was were, getting I was getting pretty popular in Canada. And you know, it's funny is around that time, Joe Avati asked me if I wanted to go on the road with him. Oh my <laughs> really? god! All right. Yeah, and and Joe had offered me like some stupid amount of money. Like, <laughs> Like stupid in it. A hundred bucks a gig, mate. Oh, I go, no. I can't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Italians, we're, we're known for uh, holding on to our money, and uh, it's just one of those and, things. And, and they're known as. Uh, <laughs> and they're known. Well, we're doing a movie next year. We can pay you 150 to come and do that one. If yeah, you yeah. Want. yeah we're, we're, uh, <laughs> not, an, not an hour. I would rather do that than get exploited by Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh very good. So, so okay. So you were you were, you were big in Canada at that point, and things were happening. But then, what when when that video went out, did just think that the phone start ringing? Like how did changed everything? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know it was what was going on. Like I didn't know about emailing clips to people. I still I was still very email uh, um, ignorant at the time. Yeah, I don't even yeah. think I had. A, I think I had an email address. Was like Russell Peters one at netscape.net yeah or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i had that but I, I still didn't know how to check it i i you needed a computer to check it i didn't even have a computer at the yeah. time hey, it's be- it was better than russell peter's big balls at dot net <laughs> which everyone had at the time first of all you leave my gmail out of this yeah, yeah. <laughs> so 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 someone you don't know uploaded so all these little know. clips of your your comedy act and then within yeah, a very so short period of time everything went bonkers right yeah so in 2004 it aired and then it started getting chopped up and sent around the way you got it mm. and then uh in 2005 youtube started and somebody put the whole thing on youtube oh man and what what did you think when you first saw that were you like you probably think i didn't get paid act, for this shit act is out. i still didn't know what youtube was oh, yeah yeah right so it's it's happening but i don't know how it's happening or what's even happening yeah then I find out about this YouTube thing, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I, I guess I look, but I don't know how to search. I, again, I'm very ignorant at the time. Yeah. I don't know how to search. I figure you go to YouTube, and it's right there. But it wasn't. You had to look for it. And I'm like, I still don't know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then people started filming my new act that I was doing and putting it on the internet. And I was getting mad as shit. And I'm like, yo, that's my new act. I can't go do my new act if you're recording it now and playing it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a double-edged sword. It was good, but it was it was dangerous it was because bad. I was like, "Well, they're going to come see me and think I suck now because they just saw it on the internet yeah. for free." Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Was it um like literally an overnight thing? Like, okay, you were getting big in. It, did you feel it? Like, did you feel the extra people that knew you as a as a result of it? Like heavily, or was it like you yeah. you were big enough in Canada at the time? 
No, you were never big enough in Canada at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you're not big in Canada, you're never big enough in Canada. <laughs> Just staying a living. Um, yeah. What happened was it was, I was getting calls from the States and I'd never really, I'd always worked in the United States here and there just doing spots, but I had never been specifically requested to be at certain places in the States. Mm. That's when I knew something was going on. I go, what do you mean they want to pay me? I remember it was like, I thought it was a big deal. I was like, they're going to pay me 30 grand for one show. What mm. the fuck? Mm. Nice shit. Mm. Yeah. And that was back, that was back then, man. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of money now, back then. Back then, yeah. So uh, that, that would have been a crazy experience to go on from having sporadic, money coming through to having this stable and money and a, and a ton of it coming through. I mean, talk us through what that was like for you. I mean, it would have been a, it's absolute life-changing stuff, you know? You go, okay, so let's cut from uh, September 2003, or even let's go October 2003 to uh, October 2004. October 2003, I'm broke. I'm in debt. I got no money. So there's a helicopter going up. What's that? <laughs> Just a, that's, that's, good. Just, that's just a normal night in, in LA, right? It's Com- uh, we, we live in Compton. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Where's yeah. <laughs> looking for me? I'm in Compton. <laughs> so you were uh, 2003, October. October, I'm broke, dead broke, <clears throat> to the point where I couldn't even pay my mortgage. My brother and I were living together, and my brother had to cover the mortgage for like the next three months because I just didn't have any money, like not even enough for nothing mm. wow. and then a year later in october of 2004 i'm making like 60 70 grand a month i'm like Fuck. what the fuck is what going on fuck? here Fuck. I'm, I'm like this is amazing <laughs> You're like more youtube more youtube <laughs> I, but i don't know any i don't even know about it <laughs> youtube still hasn't even started yet oh, oh fucking hell YouTube didn't start till 2005 so i'm getting these bookings and all this money coming in and i'm like and I'm just thinking, okay, it's a one-time little wave, and it'll be over, and I'll go back to my regular bullshit life. Mm. And you know, here we are. Here we are. Eighteen, 18 years later, and fuck, man. And and, and you're, talk, you're, talk, you're talking, you're talking, you're talking to three a couple of wogs from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you guys? We're in Melbourne, Melbourne, oh, Australia. Shouldn't you be Greek? Nah. No. Hey, oh, he knows his stuff, though. He's good. Gotta pay that. Come on. Well, you've shit, been coming Jamie. to Australia for how long? Wait, now? wait, shit, Jamie, give him a deal. Coming to Australia about 15 years now. That's Fif- 15 years. Do you remember the first time you came and where you played? Yeah. yeah. I remember the first time I came and the first time I played. Uh, <laughs> first time I came was like this. <laughs> so I walked, I walked right the into that. The first time I came was the first time I played. So. Yeah, I was just about to say, the first time you played was like this. <laughs> I left that, the door wide open for that one, didn't you, I? You did. I think yeah. you still hold the The attendance. first time I played out there was the Enmore. Oh, ah yeah, yeah Sydney. Sydney. The Inmore. We've played at the Inmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done, yeah, we done it. But you know, you still hold. I think you still hold the highest attendance record in Sydney for one of your shows. I think I it's. So. I think you still got it. Didn't we beat it? Uh, not in no. one show. Oh, we got to beat it. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's that that I hope you beat it. You're Australian. You deserve to beat it. This comes right back. I would only be happy if an Australian beat my record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a we got a little record, but we'll tell you about that later. But um. I, I always find I, I, I remember watching your show uh, was it the Russell Peters show which by the way I'm a bit pissed off I'm trying to look for it on Netflix and I think you've taken it off the Russell Peters versus the world oh they took it off Netflix takes it off so Did- what happened there Russ I mean they were the f- you were the first one they came to they got you on you did a you did a special 
And now mm -hmm. I'm trying to find this this because it's Russell Pears versus the world, which was like a I remember a, a four parter, right? It, it's on my YouTube now. On oh, my YouTube channel. It's on your YouTube channel. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. All right. So I was try I was I watched the first two episodes, but I remember seeing in that episode because. It just reminds me of a little bit me and my brother, a little bit because in this part, because our and not not I'm not excluding Andrew, but your brother Carlo, because my uh, brother's Carlo. Okay. Our father passed away, all right, in 2019, and it was mm -hmm. the year before we we hit our arena shows, mm. and and I think I remember you saying in that in that show that your it was a similar similar thing happened yeah. with you. So my my special, the one you liked, yeah, aired on February fifteenth, two thousand four. Four, yeah. My dad died March fifteenth, two thousand four. Oh, right. right. Literally a month later, that special was killer. Yeah. Now listen, <laughs> but I, you know, after he passed, is when everything happened. Oh, my special was killer. Did you see what he did there? Oh yeah. <laughs> I like I like that you two, you three fucking stronzos didn't even hear. <laughs> Yeah, that went to shit. I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a true comedian, man. No matter what the fucking subject is, boom. Yeah. <laughs> you um, so yeah, so I've always had that like, oh man, it was a similar like the 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 moment because he. But that, your mom's around, right? Mom's still around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so she gets to it. She gets to see it. She gets to see it. You know. Well, so, I don't know if you know. See, if you've seen it, some of us, we dress up as old ladies and stuff. So we, we run around in, in like women. So she's not that know, she's not that proud of us. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> in, all, in all fairness, I'm pretty sure your dad's glad he missed you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, I think. Better not come to Australia for my son to be a froze. <laughs> and also, man, your love for uh, hip hop. Because uh, you 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 DJ, if you weren't gonna be a a comedian. You reckon you would have gone down the DJ path because you were DJing at a very young age, right? Yeah, I still DJ. I, I probably would have, you know, I still DJ to this day. But yeah, I probably would have stayed with the DJing because it's, you know, I, I don't like working for people. Yeah. I, I still work in in the mall. I never was. Never, I was never going to be a career guy. Yeah, and I would always just be a guy who had a job, yeah. and uh, what, I would what? just take whatever work I could get. I'd probably be a fucking wedding DJ. In all fairness, yeah. but yeah. what 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 is it that you wanted to become prior to discovering your your comedy? What what is what did young run young Russell Peters want to be anyway? He had no clue. You got to I figure. I started at nineteen years old, right? So, mm. what do you know at nineteen? No, you know nothing. You know nothing about nothing. Yeah. And so I just figured. I said I was going to start doing the stand up thing, and I gave myself a realistic goal. I said, if in eight years I've done nothing. I'll, I'll get a job or something. And, you know, eight years in, I'd already had two specials. And I was like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. Wow, okay, man. Incredible. And and with the, I guess, the, the ethnic part of your show, because I guess that's something that we can relate to with you. I, well, I, I can almost say that we can relate to, to Russell's comedy more than anyone. All of it. Yeah, it's a, it's essentially same same stuff, you know, like it's about... It's, it, we, we all have immigrant parents is what the yeah, common denominator that, is. That's right. Yeah. That, that's that's what loops everybody in. Like, it doesn't matter if you're Italian, Greek, Portuguese, Lebanese, Dirty Knees, what are these? It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have the same. I mean, the, the experience is the same. The accent is different. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it is indeed. Yeah, we find that a lot now. Like, we, we get a lot of Indians, a lot of Arabs, a lot of people coming up to us and saying, oh, you know, it's all about food, getting bashed by a baseball bat, and, you know, like all that kind of stuff yeah. growing up. So it's, it's that, yeah, people can identify with being ethnic. <laughs> The Italians, especially with food. I remember my Italian friend's father, 
You know, you know, do you know what the Italians call um, Canadian people in Canada? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, manja cakes. Manja cakes. No, yeah. Yeah. And you know why that is? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a white plain cake or something, isn't it? It's white bread, no, isn't no, it? No. So when the Italians moved to Canada and they would work on the job sites with the, with the Canadian people, the Italians had the nice sandwiches That's with right. the bread with a nice bun. Yeah, mm. yeah. And they saw the Canadians with the sliced white bread mm. and they didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were eating cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they kept calling a munch of cake. <laughs> a munch of cake. And over here... Mm-hmm. Well, they used to refer, well, not 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 so much now, but can eaters was a big thing over here. Yeah, yeah. can eaters. Do you have that over there? Beans and stuff out of cans and spaghetti oh, out of cans. The white Australians would yeah. eat the beans. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah, like does. you know, baked beans in a can or spaghetti yeah. in a can, that kind of stuff. You know. Yeah. So we just you stuck know, with can eaters or skips. We used to call yeah, them skips. Skips is like a term well, for... Well, because it was Skippy. There was a kangaroo called Skippy and a kangaroo, oh. so we called him. So they call it skips. <laughs> you guys get skippy over there? No, that wouldn't uh, no, 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 no. But you know, what's funny is that every immig- like everybody thinks, oh, we're so vic- we're such victims of racism. I'm like, we're purveyors of yeah. racism. <laughs> <laughs> we're worse than. The- Listen, we only have one enemy. We've made everybody else our enemy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. So, but Russell, how was it when you were growing up in Canada? Did you did you get a bit of racism there? Oh, a bit. You got to figure. I'm 52 years old. I grew up mm. in the 70s mm. yeah, and sure. 80s. It was it was rough. It was very. I try to explain to people, like now when people are like, uh, I see these kids on the news and like, oh, you know, it's really rough. And people said mean things on online. I go, man, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> online. I had to, like at five, six years old, if I saw a white guy walking down the street towards me, I'd cross the street. Wow. Mm. I was scared shitless of white people because they would punch you. They didn't give a shit how small or young I was. A grown man would punch me in the face. Would punch you? Wow. Punch you in the face? In the face. Spit on you, oh, kick fuck. you, call you a fucking packy, tell you to get out of here. Wow! And then, and then if you're crying, good. That that's the that's the bonus for them. But you never let them see you cry. You'd be like, you just have to hold it in, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's uh, when, I was, when I was 15. I started boxing, and I never got fucking hit again yeah. outside the ring. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that that that's that's seriously hardcore stuff. I mean, today people uh, get upset. If you call them uh, a he or a she, but they identify as a they or a them or a it, oh, yeah. that, that, that's, yeah. that's the shit that's going on today. You know, like back. back- know. They're, 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 the problem is they don't have any adversity in their life anymore, so they create it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and they yeah. don't know what actual bullying is. Like uh, you guys probably dealt with some some bullying oh, and racism. Well, we, yeah. we grew up in the, in the like. Well, the I was 80s. born in the eighties, but yeah, in the eighties we grew up, and yeah, there was there. It, it was, was there. Man. It was there. You yeah, did- but it wasn't so bad for you. It's probably worse for the Lebanese and, it, and it, the, uh, those who there's like those who came before us, the, the generation prior. Are, yeah, are probably our, our parents. No, uh, and their Even, parents and, and and people who were sort of in their fo- early fifties. Yeah, they which is pretty which badly. is Russell's yeah. age, which was you know we, we um. Uh, close with a comedian called Nick Janopoulos. We just did the Wog Boy movie with him, and he's right. around your age. And good, solid Japanese name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's uh, it's an Afghan name, but um, no, it's uh, he, he's uh, he was saying the same thing, and he's around your age, and he was saying that it was really really tough, and you could sen- you could you can actually sense it when he says it too. It's like oh, okay, it's yeah, it's very real. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So like- and so from, you know, I talk about it in my act right now, but from about the age of five years old and to now, 97% of my friends are black yeah, because right. they, were the, they never picked on me. Yeah, never yeah. Me. But what, and in what, the long 
when it made me cooler. So I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, but it's fun. It's awkward. what's awkward for me is when I meet Indian kids because they're all younger than me and they all hung around each other. I didn't have them to hang around when I was growing up. So when they're hanging out and talking about shit, I don't know what they're talking about. I, I actually I feel bad that I can't relate to this. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. oh okay. Mm-hmm. So you never grew, yeah, so you never had a group of Indian Indian friends that you you, you were the not, only not one. Until, not until I was in my twenties, and then and even then I was like, eh. This is too much for me. I need to go back to my black friends. <laughs> so, so Russ, so, so what was a curse turned out to be a blessing, right? Because then you appeal to all the, the, the all those ethnic groups, the Indian group, the, the Asians. When you when you stumbled upon that, what what was that like? I mean, you put out your your your, your skits, your, your your show, and and they adored you. They just came flocking, right? Just talk us. Yeah, through. but I, I, at the time, I wasn't trying to do that. It was just it kind of just happened, and I think. That's why it happened, because it was organic. I wasn't mm. setting out to, I'm going to get this group and that group and this group. I was just talking about the things I had seen around me. You know, yeah. like the yeah. Italians growing up were always the cool guys. Mm. Like the Italians, like, and, and it's funny because, especially growing up in Toronto, there's three ways of talking. You could sound like a cake, a manja cake. Manja cake, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, is that right, eh? Oh, no oh, doubt. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Oh, yeah, right on, eh? Yeah, yeah. And then... Then there's me. I grew up with the black guys, so it was, I was all Jamaican. So I'd be like, you know, when I talk to my friends, like, yo, Bridget, where you at? And they're like, you know, I'm talking like that. Yeah. And then there was like the, the Guidos. Even if you didn't hang around at times, you could tell the people that wanted to because they'd be like, bro, I'm telling you, bro. Oh, bro, bro. 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 I'm you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you hang around Italians? No, bro, my friends are in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what category we be in? We'd bro. be straight to the bro, bro, bro. Can we have some? Yeah, bro. I love it. I love it. And no. because the Italian guys were always cool, like the Italian guys never really bothered anybody because they already knew they were cool and they always had more money than everybody else. <laughs> so when you see them, they weren't like, hey, fuck you. They were like, hey, what's up? We'd be like, hey, Vincenzo, what's up? Hey, Russ, how you doing, bro? How you doing, Russ? <laughs> <laughs> and it always made me laugh because they'd always shorten everybody's name. Yeah. I used to do jokes about it. I was like, you know, I'll just hey, hey. And be like, hey, Tony, hey, Tony. Hey, Mary, hey, Mary. I'm like, what happened to me a girl named Contessa? Hey, never mind. <laughs> well, it's funny you say, I just called you Russ. I already shortened it already. <laughs> but you know what we found? We, when we went to, um, we came over there in 2019, Canada, I think it was, yeah. In Canada, we did a couple shows there. Um, we did Toronto. We, uh, to, uh, Toronto and Montreal. Toronto and Montreal. Toronto and Montreal. Frank's on with you? No, nah, we just no, did our own, We did man, our own like, Just a little show. But when we went there, we f- we found that the Italians were still f- hardcore patriotic, bro. Hey, you gotta come over, bro. Like that was full on. Hard they ass. were like what we were. We've sort of gone uh, maybe ten years past it, and we we, we went it felt like we went in a time machine. Like they were still. No, well, but Russ, they they, they, they would they would say, "What part of you know? What part of Italy are you from?" And uh, we're from Sicily, and and if they're Calabrian, well, we're Sicilian. And he go, oh. Okay, oh. and he walked <laughs> off. Yeah, there's always that. Oh, fuck. Italian. Yeah, fuck, man. It's like oh. Jesus, not oh, good. Italian. But it's, there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot of Portuguese. Italian. I don't know. what's talking about fucking. Ah, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, it's on you. Are you Italian or are you uh, Ciciliano? Yeah. yeah, we're all Sicilians here, bro. Sorry to let you down. Yeah, we're all Sicilian. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to start lying to people because the Calabrese they get upset. Man. They get upset. But you got a lot. Of, you got I would tell them I'm Calabrese because uh, you know I got enough brownness in me. You can look. Yeah, you can pass, 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 pass as a Calabrese. Italian, Italian. Italian. 
I dated a girl in Canada who was half Calabrese, half Chilean, and uh, her Nona loved me. Yeah, because I was trying to speak Italian to Nona. <laughs> <laughs> What's with the Portuguese over there? Hey! hey. <laughs> so, say, what's with the Portuguese over there? A lot of Portuguese over there, man. In what, Canada, what, what happened? In like, I mean, because the, the, the Portuguese over there are like our Greeks here. No, no, they're not that strong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Portuguese there, but uh, the, uh, no, they're not. The Italians are kind of like the number one. Oh, okay. Mm. That's, that, that's good. And to that, hear that. There's always been a beef over there with the Italians and the Portuguese. But that's because of the World Cup. And the Italians always get mad because the Portuguese will get knocked out, then they'll start rooting for Brazil. They go, no, fuck, you got fucking two teams. You traitors, put a team, bro. I want to ask you something, Matt. You know, when you hang out with Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. is that kind of like. Kind of like hanging out with a pit bull a bit. Like, is you feel, do you feel like you uh, can at any, you know, because you, you know what I mean? Is no, that- Mike's the coolest. Mike's so chill. If once you understand Mike, like, he texts me almost every day. Oh, really? He's literally the sweetest guy ever. I've, He'll I've, send me, like, like quotes. Let's see what he sent me last. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. He's an inspirational quote guy, is he? Oh, yeah. And then I'll send him shit, and he'll be like, that's beautiful, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love Mike over here. We absolutely adore the yeah, guy. Yeah, huge fan. Yeah, I sent him this one, and he, I sent him this one. Not everyone gets the same version of me. One person might tell you I'm, I'm an amazing, beautiful soul. Another person will tell you I'm a cold-hearted asshole. Believe them both. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, Mike's, that's, uh, that's what Mike replied. Beautiful, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's been through. He's been uh, to hell and back, though. That guy, right? He's he's been uh, the, the he's, roller coaster of a life he's had. Yeah, you he, know it's funny. we have like these. Uh, you know, I'll text him about something, and we'll just have like this deep philo- philosophical conversation. Hmm. I said, like one of our friends passed away, and I was like, eh, "Did you hear about? Uh, did you hear about Paulie, a friend of our Paulie?" And he's like, "Yeah, brother, he's on to a beautiful journey. He's in a beautiful place now, man. Hmm. This whole life thing is just." Uh, from the day we're born, we're dying. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus God. Jesus, that's, that's fucked my day up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you, the whole that life is a long journey to death. <laughs> it's that, a beautiful insight. You're starting to sound like an old Italian yeah. man now, too. <laughs> <laughs> like a, Remember that old Italian joke? The, the, the Italian father hands a shotgun down from generation to generation? You haven't heard and, that one? Uh, no, tell us, please. No, they have a shotgun, they put it above the fireplace, and the father will hand it down to the son, and then the son will hand it down to the other son. And, uh, and my dog just jumped in. All right. <laughs> what kind of dog? Hey. Oh, what's that? Hey. That is a, um, what kind of dog I is see. that? All right, get off me. <laughs> um, so they hand the shotgun down from generation to generation. So the father hands it down to his son, who's a lawyer, and uh, he comes to the house one day and looks above the fireplace, and he goes, hey, where's the shotgun? Because dad's shotgun's so old school, you know. I I traded it in for this nice watch. He goes, a watch? What are you going to do when you come home from work and there's a man in bed with your wife? You can walk in and say, I think it's time you should leave. <laughs> <laughs> with Mike and that dark stuff, he's been going through a lot of shit. I mean, everyone's gone through a lot of shit in the past two years with this fucking pandemic, you know what I mean? How's it going over there? We're still with the pandemic and stuff, man. Is it calm down or... Yeah. You know, it's kind of over now. They try to resurge some fear into you. We were like, shut up. They, like, yeah, they, you know what? They recently did that here. Yep. I was just talking to the boys about it the other day. 
It's like they they threw out a couple of lines like, hey, this, and everyone's just gone, shut, shut the, the fuck up. up. Yeah, no one wants to hear that shit. I'm like, hey, you know, SARS. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, man. Everyone is back. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. You know, listen, what, yeah. what did you do during that two year fucking whatever you want to call it when no one was doing anything? What, what, how did you find, how did you keep yourself entertained through that period? That was a fucking horrible time for me. Mm. Yeah. I broke up with my baby mama during that time. Oh, shit. Right. Went in, been in the custody battle over two years. Fuck. I got married. Oh, uh, shit, I- man. It's, it's getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, condolences on the marriage, man. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you got married. So, Oh, God, you went through a lot in two years, man. Jeez. It's not a crisis unless you make it a crisis. Mm, that's yeah, right. Exactly. You, you got a newborn, right? You got a... Well, he's... He's three and a half. Three. Well, I'm, I'm, Shit. I'm, going, I'm going from Wikipedia records here. I'm yeah, sorry, right. mate. Uh, You're a little bit dated, mate. A little bit outdated. That's, that's, the, one I, that's the one I'm in the custody battle. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, and that's that. In the system, fucked, man. You got, no matter how much money you got, all they want is all your money. And no matter how much you got, you can't see them, right? Yeah, yeah it doesn't matter. That's all they want. In America, all they want is your money. They don't, they don't, you know, the... It's an evil place, this place. Mm. So, yeah. Well, it's the same across the board, you it know? Is, like, man. anywhere you get. I mean, it is. It is. It, talking it, about money, you were voted, I think, in 2007 or something, the top three earning comedians in, in, well, like in the world. I think it was 2012 to 2011 to 2015 or something, I was on that list. Jeez. What an incredible so, accolade coming from such humble beginnings. Hey, I, I, talking about humble beginnings, what did your parents think about? This whole comedy gig thing, that would have been hard. They came, you know, they landed in Brampton, they worked very hard, and and then I'm sure they, they were middle-class, work, hard-working people. What did they think of your career choice? They knew I, they knew I was a fucking moron. Do any of you have kids? Yeah. Yep. How old yours? Uh, mine's 10 and 6. Do you know which one's an idiot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do, don't you? I've got three. I've you do. Got- you look at your kids and you go... My kids are fucking idiots. <laughs> Even I know which one's the idiot. No. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've got three. I've got a, I've got a 13, I've got a 11 and an 8-year-old, and I know which one's the dumb one, but it's the smartest one that bothers me because he's so smart he could be anything he wants to be or a fucking axe murderer. I don't know which way he's going to go. So it's either way, you're screwed. You're always gonna- it's usually the youngest one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And did your parents, like, I guess when you were doing all this, or the comedy, did they, could you get it from your parents? Because your dad pretty much spoke, like you said, English. Properly. Yeah, he spoke really well. So he spoke it well. Did he? I have, a lot, I have did a lot of family in Australia. My grandfather actually died in Australia. What? <laughs> oh, that's a nice way to really? connect Australia to your life I never life met forever. the guy. I didn't know him. I, I, you know, he, uh, he left my grandmother, married another woman, and moved to Australia. I never, ever met him. Do you know where he's... Buried? I think I think he was in Sydney. He was um he was working. What's that department store out there? Meyer, David Jones. Meyer, yeah, Meyer. he was working as a as a security in Meyer, and uh, he try, he went to stop two guys that were shoplifting, and they one guy punched him. He hit the ground, had a heart attack, and died. And I'm like, oh, wow. what the fuck? I mean, I didn't I, listen. I didn't know the fucking guy, and it turns out he really wasn't that great of a person to uh, begin with. Okay, um, okay. I was going to say, we'll go see him when you come down, but fuck that. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know. I'm talking about the only, thing he ever sent, the only thing he ever sent me was a boomerang, and I'm like, well, I wish that would go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Russ, speaking about people who are no longer with us, uh, George Carlin, he, he was a great motivation for you, right? He was a friend of yours. I mean, I love that guy. I mean, God bless his rest in peace. He was an amazing, amazing comedian with an incredible career. What? How many years that guy? What's 50, 60 years of? Uh, let's see. He, he's yeah. I mean, he died in two thousand and eight, uh, and I mean, his career spanned easily over forty something years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's gotta be long. I mean, listen, I'm at thirty three years, so he has to have been way before me. Yeah. <laughs> is he your number? Is he is he your number one? Who's your who's your, who's the number one? George Carlin. Yeah, George is my number one. Yeah, I was going to guess your top three. I, I never had. Can I, I give, can I give you a top three? Ever? Mine, I never had George. George. Um, Don Rickles. Oh shit! Oh, that's Don. We love Don. You said Don you Rickles. Just say that. I'm surprised you said that. I really am. I don't know why. I just Harley, no one knows. When I say Don Rickles to people, they don't know who he is. One of my no, favorites. Don was the man. Don, Don was the man. You're the best. It was very Don Rickles-esque. S- yeah, yes, I mean, could yes. you roast the fuck out of people in the front row as well? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. When I would see him, I'd be like, hey, Don Russell Peters. Hi, the Indian kid. The Indian kid. Yeah, and yeah. Then- <laughs> yeah, kid, come here. And I go, yeah, what's up? He goes, yeah, you know, don't use, uh, don't try not to swear. Yeah, don't yeah, use Fs yeah. and Ss and, and, you know, don't, don't hurt feelings. And I go, oh, no, no. I go, the swearing I can't help, Don, but. Feelings, I'm good. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. Okay. Good, good. <laughs> coming, cool, come, coming Thursday, just the furniture. Just the furniture. A friend of mine used to bang uh, Don's daughter back in the day. <laughs> oh, is that real? Oh, fucking hell. Wow. Well, For real? In the 80s. In the, my first time in the 80s, he used to bang his daughter. And one time, he she snuck him in the house. He went up, did their thing. It was like 2.30 in the morning. She goes, can you give me a glass of water from the kitchen? So he goes downstairs to the kitchen, walks in the kitchen. Don Rickles is sitting at the island in the kitchen. With a tub of ice cream, right? <laughs> and and he walks in. He's, he's just wearing a towel, and he goes, "Oh, uh, sorry, Mister Rickles. Hi, I'm I'm a, I'm a friend of your daughter's. Oh, uh, I just came to get daughter's. some." Water. And he said, "Don just did this," and he points at the ice cream, and goes, "This didn't happen." <laughs> <laughs> No oh, shit. I love Don Rickles, man. Jesus. Like, oh, well, was the daughter roasting him through the through the, the bang? Through the bang? I, I know she's doing stand up now. Is oh, she? right. Okay. We've got to look it up. Oh, so that was oh, number so that's two. Number, so that's number two. Who's the third? Who's number three? Well, the three is hard for me because mm. Eddie Eddie Murphy was so influential to me. Mm. Yeah. Like Eddie was fucking incredible. You know, if you watch Delirious, I don't know if you've ever seen Delirious. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. man. Everyone, we, we, everyone's seen Delirious. There's something to really take into consideration when you watch Delirious. He was 22 years old when he did that. Mm, crazy. So mm, crazy. 22. Imagine being that fucking good at 22. Mm. Like, yeah, that, where do you go? That sharp, that amazing at 22. Mm. Like, he had 40-year-old 40, 40 confidence plus. Like, he, he was just... Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, it would be, you know, George, Don, and Eddie... But then, if you wanted to make it the new generation, yeah, I was going to say top three new generation. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be Chappelle would be number one. He's mm. easily the best. I texted him yesterday because I watched his monologue. I was like, that was fucking incredible. Oh, How good man. was it? I watched it and I, I was like, fucking hell, man! How does he just yeah. nail it every time? And it's so intelligent how mm. he puts the stuff together. And it's like there's a message in everything, and it's funny, and it's fuck. It's unbelievable. Incredible. I'll show you this. Uh, I texted him yesterday. I said, I said, Dave, last night on SNL was absolutely fucking genius. On behalf of the entire comedy community, I feel it's only right that we all quit. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we are nowhere near as necessary. So no, <laughs> bro, no quitting. Only I quit. <laughs> I love it, man. And you, you, you're pretty cool. Uh, good mates with him, yeah? Well, you've known him for years. You've known him for a long time. I've known Dave for 27 years, 26 and 27 years. Yep. That's back when he was a skinny, skinny guy. You yeah, I'll show you the first picture we ever took together. It's funny. <clears throat> but he's matured um, into an incredible... Oh, his comedy intellect is... He was always enough. incredible, but now it's just on a whole nother level where you're like, yeah. I don't know what drugs he did, but I got to do yeah. it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he was on The Night Professor. Yeah, he was, it was the guy with the... Yeah, the, piano, the, the hair. The guy with the big hat. He was ready. Yeah, yeah. That was 1996. Oh, oh my God. Crazy. That looks like a con, the Con Air version well, of, uh, yeah, yeah, of was, Chappelle. Actually. Yeah, it was. Yeah, look at that. Fucking, that's a great photo. Look at you. Look at you. Wow, man. Look at dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> you look dangerous in that photo, you know? That you look like you're ready to go. Forever, bro. I, was uh, al- I was always ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and number two and three? Um, I have a picture. Where's my picture of Rickles? Um, I have it on my wall. Pictures of Rickles and me and... And Carlin and me on the wall. Because you, cause you met you met Carlin like randomly one day, right? Met him in '92. Yeah, you you walked past yeah or something. Yeah, you so you so you know that story. Yeah. But at the end yeah. of that whole thing, I said, "Hey, George, maybe we'll work together one day." You got to figure '92. I've been doing stand up three years. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And he's already the god, you know. So I'm like, "Hey, George, you know, maybe we'll work together one day." He goes, "You never know, kid. Crazy business might happen." Ten months before he died, I got to work with him. Fuck. Oh, wow. wow. Man. Incredible. What was that experience like? It would have been unbelievable. I got I got emotional introducing him. Yeah, as you would. Chin started quivering when I introduced him. Well, talk about chin quivering. How was you? How'd you feel the first time you did an arena? I almost cried then, too. I, I'm, a, I'm a happy crier. Yeah, same, man. I don't cry if I'm sad. I cry if I'm happy. Mm. So if you see the videos of my wedding, I'm crying my ass off because I'm so happy. Mm. Yeah. My wife just walked out, so it was perfect timing for her. <laughs> <laughs> she walked out in some weird-ass boots. <laughs> Which arena was it? It you was had- the uh, Air Canada Centre in Toronto. Wow. Into Air Canada. What, what does that hold? 16,000. Were, were you the first ever in Canada yeah, to do I was to the do first it. one to do that. I, was the f- I, I, I hold the record. I think I, I sold it out eight times now. Eight times. I know that you, you hold did. the record in the UK for the most tickets sold in any one single Were you the O2, O2 I'm arena? I'm pretty sure that's been wiped out by everybody else by now. Oh. I'm pretty sure. McIntyre probably took it out. Probably Dave probably definitely took it out. Just shut up you about know, that. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. it. I, I just said that. <laughs> We're not interviewing I'm trying them, to give so you accolades. <laughs> don't worry about it. We can lie on this podcast. As long as I was first, I don't care who came out. That's right, man. That's right. Nah, because we just, you know, we hold the record for Rod Laver. <clears throat> I didn't say that. But, um, <laughs> he dropped it. Uh, he dropped the- it. <laughs> Rod Laver <laughs> Oh, shit. Wait, which one? There's like five uh, places in Rod Laver. No, no, no. It was a, the small little bathroom. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> 250 seater. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got the, the wanker award to, to have to drop that every, every episode. Yeah. Um, but that's crazy. But what's the crazy part that I find? Didn't you just come back from Norway? Or weren't you somewhere? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing some. I'm in Europe. You're in Europe. Crazy places, Norway and Finland and Iceland and shit like that. Antwerp, and- Rotterdam, Vienna, uh, Berlin, 
Helsinki. They're all lucky. Uh, Oslo. They're all Stockholm, like, Fucking Portugal. <laughs> They're all like a, um, English-speaking countries, right? Yeah. Yeah. I the mean, rest they've of the world is English-speaking. Dual, dual sort of. They've yeah. got their language plus. Hey, they speak. They speak like that. Yeah, but we're the only yeah. ones that only fucking speak one. Well, not us. We're different. Where's yeah. Antwerp? Sorry, geographically. Oh, sorry. Antwerp Belgium. is in Belgium. 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 Well, there you go. You learn something every day. Brussels and Antwerp. Antwerp is the uh, diamond capital of the world. Mm. Oh, really? There you go. Oh, so Blood Diamond was a lie then to yeah. the DiCaprio prick. Well, no, that's where they sell the Blood Diamonds. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> they get them out in Africa, but they bring them there. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and you're here in, is it in, when is it, March next year, April? When, when yeah, are you here? March, March of 2023. 2023. You're playing in Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Perth, everywhere. Hey? You guys going to come to the show? Oh, absolutely. We're, we're taking you out. Let's do it. We're yeah. taking you out. We're going to take you out. The clubs, dinner, the whole lot. March 11th, Saturday, March 11th in Sydney at the Kudos Bank Arena. Yep. 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 Which used to be the Acer Arena, right? That's right. Yep. Yep. That's yep. right. You, every time I play it, it's got a different name. I know, man. That was our first arena. That that's was the first, our first time we ever played with I, Kudos Bank. Yeah. I, that's I, where we, we cried. I cried too, like we you, cried. Russ. As you should. When we finished. Because you know what it is? It's your hometown. No, nah, Sy- Melbourne and, was the hometown. Melbourne's our hometown, but we did the Sydney one first and then went to Melbourne. But it was just it was just overwhelming. It was like, you know, I think, whatever, 12,000, 13,000, whatever it is in there. I don't even know. I don't know. But, but it was just like, shit, man. All these people came to see three whop guineas like us. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened here, man? How did this happen? So we, no, can, we can appreciate what, what you went through, you know, but... Um, so you, for you to do it now for eighteen years consecutively, thirty three. No, but eighteen. Well, thirty three. But you saying from from eighteen you was was the first arena. Yeah. He's been doing arenas for eighteen yeah, years. That is crazy. It's fucking mental, and all over the world too with people that like. What did you say? Ipswich, Antwerp, Antwerp, <laughs> Antwerp in Belgium. Ipswich. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to read a quote here that I read. It I just it touched me, so I just wanted to read it because I think it's unbelievable. Uh, quote didn't touch you. That was from going to Catholic church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Probably was, to be fair, but anyway, that's all so right. So let me read it. It says, I don't intend to put down or offend different races and cultures, but I try to raise them up through humour. And I think that's incredibly profound because that's what we do, right? Who yeah. wrote that? It's he wrote that. It's getting it's tough. No, we didn't. It came from his really. Mouth. Yes, that's what. I- it's getting tough for us out there. Yeah, you remember that? I don't remember shit. <laughs> do you it, sounds, it sounds like something I would say. Yeah. Do you reckon it's getting I don't tougher? Know if I believed it. <laughs> is it getting tougher for you out there on stage? No, not at all. You Good. know what's getting tougher is my old clips coming around and seeing young people shit on them. Mm. Yeah, young what people do you mean? in terms of like, uh, like oh, this isn't funny. This is how the hell is anybody funny? funny? This is racist. Fuck you oh, and you're like, yeah, yeah. fucking pussy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you to my face and leave with teeth. You're doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. always that. That's the thing. Um, Mike Tyson said. Let me quote Mike Tyson. He yeah. said the internet has has made people get comfortable. I'm fucking up this quote. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's why I wrote it down. What is, well, I fucked it up. You know, you know what I mean. You know the quote. He said the internet's uh, got people comfortable. I, I don't know what it is, but anyway. But anyway, listen. Another the one. The internet he, has made people comfortable being disrespectful. That's hey, it. Hey, that's it. Nice. Because they can sit behind the screen and then throw some shots without having the person there 
to punch him in the teeth. You know what, man? One of your one of your mates, Joe Rogan, he said once that if you're in a room with a hundred people, ten percent of those people are dickheads. Yeah, right? yeah. So he's like, we live in a world with billions of people. Ten percent are going to be fucking dickheads. No, I don't. Even, I don't think he was. Didn't he say one percent? Or even one percent? Like, like even just if one percent. Ten sounds more believable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's probably yeah, it's probably veering on half. Thanks for fifty percent. Thanks for shooting me down. <laughs> but, um, mate, Russ, we've taken so much of your time, man. Um, thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, you're good with it. Thank you so much, man. We really, really pushing to get out of here. <laughs> no, we're not. Are you we're happy not. to keep talking? Because if you are, we'll keep oh, talking. Oh shit! I guess I do have another interview. They yeah. text me. <laughs> <Do> you? <laughs> See. <laughs> no, well, thank nah, you. Man. It's been a real privilege and an honor talking to you, mate. And uh, uh, thank I, you for. I'd ins- love to see you guys and have dinner when I'm in uh, Sydney, like the night before the show or something. Let's do it, We'd man. Yeah, it, man. we'll we'll be there. We'll we'll definitely hook it up with Diana, and we'll we'll take you somewhere. And so, thanks very much for having for coming on, man. We really appreciate it, man. Man, with like big love, make sure everyone's at your show. We'll we'll pump the show for you as well. Yeah, man. man. Thanks not so that, much, Giovanni, Carlo, Andrew, <laughs> Giuseppe, Giuseppe, Giuseppe. Hey, I also want to bro, 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 bro. John, my fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know. you know what my favorite was? That growing up, there was a guy in school. I go. I go, what's your name? He goes, Pat. I go, huh? And then somebody else from the time goes, hey, Pasquale. I want to talk to you. Pasquale? Thanks, mate. Look, you've been thanks, a real mate. inspiration to us, and uh, your humor has uh, touched so many people around the world, and just thank you for everything you do, man. You're, ma- you're magnificent. I thank appreciate you. it. I'm glad you guys are uh, capitalizing and being successful. It's a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you, thanks, man. And, um, you know, next time you see us, We'll be wearing Italian Indian made hats just like you, yeah, man. Just all to, together. Smoking all together. So we're wearing an Indian Italian made hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're wearing a Gucci turban. <laughs> Absolute legend. Thanks, yeah, brother. Thanks. thanks. That's another episode of the Saucy Meatballs podcast. We had the legend Russell Peters. Russell Peters. Give us Whoa. a fi- give us a five star review or somebody gonna get hurt a little bad. Boom. So if you don't week. give them the review, Ciao. somebody will get hurt real bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, Daniel here, aka Shit Jamie, to read out some credits. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Sushi Mango Saucy Meatballs podcast. If you like the show, make sure you're following it by tapping follow on the podcast profile page and giving it a rating. This podcast is produced by Head On Media and is a Spotify exclusive. Our next episode will be out in a week. Don't forget you can listen and watch the full episodes exclusively on Spotify. Spotify.